When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Free Beer and Hot Wings Show free clip of the day. What is the best thing you've ever found? Ooh. I remember. Anybody it. find anything of note? Yeah. Money. What did you find, Steve? Money. When I was like. Like how much? When I was about probably 11, maybe 10 or 11, me and my friend found $121. Damn. Laying in the That's middle like of the That's like a million dollars it, at that exactly. age. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was so much money. And I still remember he took, because we took it back to his house and his mom told us okay well we have to look in the newspaper every day for two weeks to see if anyone posts a, a like, like a, a mm-hmm. missing ad about yeah. it or a yeah. wanted ad or whatever and then at the end of that two weeks if nothing had shown up it's our money to split yeah so we each got 60 bucks and he spent his on moon shoes <laughs> like those, oh, it's like the platform that had okay. the rubber bands in it, so you could like bounce wow. a little. Jump. That's a terrible expenditure. Yeah, was, what did you buy? I don't remember because I said to him, I was like, "Yeah, if you're buying moon shoes, I'm buying moon shoes too." Oh no! And then his his uh, mm-hmm. his parents took him to the store. He bought his moon shoes. He brought him back, and like I came over to play that day. And he put them on, and we both realized that they were the biggest pieces of garbage ever. <laughs> he had made a terrible and I was decision. Like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to buy moon shoes. I think uh, I think I'll just use yours if I ever was, have the need. to Was jump. he upset that you didn't um, make the same mistake? Probably. Yeah, yeah. In hindsight, that's how kids are. Yeah, yeah. I probably you spent know. mine on hockey cards <laughs> and little football helmets out of the quarter machine. Um, Howings, what? It's the best thing you've found. Anything? Same thing. Money. Money. Um, yeah. Um, my buddies and I, uh, Randy White and Jeff Parker, we were down swimming uh, in the lake, and I don't remember which way. It wasn't me, but one of them went underwater and went and came up with like five bucks and went, there's money down here. Oh, my God. And so we all dove under the water, and, and it was, since it was a regular lake, uh, there was seaweed. Like They would bring in sand, and it was a really tiny little beach for the neighborhood. And so it was right up against all this line of seaweed. And we actually did look. We were probably 12 or 13 and looked for a wallet or anything that would identify whose money it was. But it was just loose bills. And there were a couple fives, some tens, some twenties. And I think there was probably about 120 or 130 bucks there. And whatever you came up with, you kept. Like, we didn't split it. It was what came up in your fist of was course. yours. Yeah, that's how it goes. And we were that's all the, happy about it. It was all fine. That's and, the pirate's uh, code. But it was awesome. That was that was when we couldn't find a wallet or identification. We went, yes. I'm and sure. then we rode our bikes to Mickey Lolich's donut shop and we ate a lot of donuts. Mm-hmm. And that was about it. And it was as good as moon boots. Mm-hmm. Steve, uh, that last day you, when you were getting the paper to check it and see if there was a, mm-hmm. were you like, uh, uh, you know, like a launch control for NASA? Did you feel like it was about to be amazing? It was going or a disaster? To, yeah, because we were, we were seconds away from being rich. $60 each. Mm hmm. Uh, it's only sort of related because it's finding money related. But uh, when my first job, I worked at a grocery store and I wasn't yet 18, so I couldn't be a checker. And I thought the checkers had the world by the ass. Oh, yeah. Turns out they were all like 20, 21 or whatever. But there was uh, Uh um, one dude who was a little bit older 
Like at the time, I thought he was like 48. He was probably 26. But anyway, um, we're um, checking out a customer. I'm throwing the groceries in the bag. And um, it was a mom who had just said something about being a single mom. And while she had said that, apparently she had dropped two $20 bills out of her like pocketbook and had fallen. And she didn't notice. And the customer behind her, a grown-ass man, I didn't know any of this was happening, apparently put his foot on it to block it. Oh, that's dirty. So that she wouldn't see it and go, oh, I dropped that money. Mm. But the checker saw the money fall down. And when he went to grab something further back, he looked for it because he was about to say, hey, can you pick that up for her? And the guy was covering it. And he stopped. And this was... This was a great moment. Like if this were on the internet, we would mm-hmm. all we would play it on the show. He yeah. stopped and he said, "You just heard her say she's a single mom, and now you're not only not going to tell her she dropped forty dollars, you're not even going to give her a chance to see it. You're a piece of s." Oh, wow! <laughs> and, and I was like, "Oh my god, you can do that in real life? <laughs> what is this? A John Hughes movie? Yeah. Holy crap!" What did the guy say? He was mortified. I left bet. his stuff on the on the belt and walked out. Whoa! Picked up that forty dollars and walked mm. out. <laughs> and the the single mom, you know, gave everybody a handy. I guess so. probably. I mean, probably. that's not kind really. of the that's way that she's repay, moving up. In it's not the code of life. No, um, yeah. she was so grateful, and dude was dude just shrugged. That was the even better part. It was like they say in uh, action films, uh, you know, bad guys don't look back at explosions. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. He was just like, yeah, whatever, part of my day. And he he was guy who hated that job. Like, everything he did seemed bitter and angry, but it paid off that time. Wow. He was the right guy for that job. Well, we're talking about people finding things. Michael Lee Mallory is a gentleman of England, and he had been an avid metal detector user for a long, long time. Mm. Now, my impression, okay. I know we're going to get, I'm going to be, I think I've been corrected on this before, but my impression of people using a metal detector for years was that you found, like, garbage. You dug up garbage 99.9% of the time. Maybe an old tuna fish can. Yeah. yeah a, it's a, a, a lost bobby pin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, and he enjoyed doing it, but then his, his family came along. So he gave up his hobby, and he thought, well, I'm just never going to do it again. He sold his metal detector. and uh, But it, he, he really enjoyed it. He's, he's also an ecologist and an amateur historian. So if he finds garbage, he can probably figure out there's yeah. something to it. Yeah, it's yeah. probably kind of. Fun. So now his kids are 10 and 13, and his wife had said, hey, you know what? It, it's time to have your own hobbies again. It's it's probably been time for a while. Mm-hmm. Go back and start doing that again. Because you sort of, I think for a lot of parents, when you first have kids, it's pretty easy to lose your identity and, and have no time for yourself. Well, mm-hmm. you at least put things on hold. Yeah, sure. rightfully so in some cases, but it, it can be difficult to refine that. So he went and bought a metal detector, took it out of the box, and started using it. And 15 minutes later, he found a coin. 15 minutes. An 800-year-old Henry III gold coin that was minted between 1217 and 1272. What? Was it just in his yard or... Um, maybe he had a regular place that he would it go to. Yeah, maybe it doesn't, beach or something. It doesn't specify yeah. where he went uh, in that case. Okay. The coin was more recently auctioned off by Spink of London, an auction house in London that has been operating since the mid-1600s. Wow. Okay. This is the first Henry III gold coin that has been found in England 
in 260 years. Oh, it's got to be worth at least like 40 bucks. Yeah, whatever. Bucks. The fa- like I mean, uh, probably at least double face value. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the coin is rare. Uh-huh. And so it sold at auction for $878,778 oh after God. the fees were paid. Now, that's in dollars. Wow. In, uh, Okay. In pounds, it was 648,000 pounds. Oh, my God. So after the fee, I Man. wonder how much the auction house takes. It's probably. 15%, 20%. So it probably went for over, you know, it was like 1, 1. Yeah. 1.2, 1.3 million. Wow. Uh, until now, only seven of these Henry III gold coins were still known to exist. Now eight. Uh, he found the record-breaking coin. All right. You think he had to dig like six feet down? No. Four inches no. deep in the ground while playing with his metal detector. In Devon Village of Hemyok, according to the Guardian, the land where he found the gold coin wasn't owned by him, but he did have permission to be there. He does, however, plan to split his earnings with the owner of the land. Oh no, that's really generous. Like, especially if it's a fifty-fifty split. Man, he's mm-hmm. probably rich already. It's one of those people that's rich that found something that just makes him richer. He says uh, after he found the coin, he went to the tomb of Henry the Third, which is in Westminster Abbey, to pay his respects and offer thanks for his good fortune. Seems a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't know. get struck yeah. down by real God. He didn't do anything. He just yeah. died. Yeah. He's from a fancy family and ate too much salt. Probably had the gout. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Probably. Yeah. Probably did horrific <laughs> things to people. Oh, you know his, you know, so much inbreeding. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Teeth coming out of their eyelids. Yeah. <sighs> Got to marry the royals. That's pretty amazing, though. That's awesome. First day back, I just throw that thing away again. I'm never going to catch that lightning. How much does a metal detector cost? A cheap one you can get for 40 bucks, I think. I mean, or you can get one that's probably like $5,000. Why are you slamming your cup down and looking at me like that? No, I'm, I'm not. I was going to admit, like, that's appealing to me. Yeah. Every time we make fun of metal detectorists. Are you always like, I'm, I'm one. Always, I am one. I don't I just have don't one, but I kind of want to be one. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I mean, I think. I think it would be pretty. I think it would be fun if you if you knew you were in an area where there had been stuff at one point or something like that, where you might actually find something, a place where there have been centuries of mm-hmm. battles and things like that, like England or Scotland, you'd probably have a really cool chance of finding something neat. But yeah. even here, yeah. What about Michigan? Any cool stuff happened here on the beaches? I would imagine probably like mm-hmm. mostly like Native American stuff mm-hmm. or like old. Uh, Probably stuff from the 17 or maybe 1800s. A, maybe a Stroh's can my yeah. dad threw out the window in the 70s <laughs> when that was still something you did. I would think probably, yeah, you're most likely to find maybe like an aged kid rock button. <laughs> um, maybe. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably like That's a commemorative Stroh's can sweet. with yeah. Bob Seger on it. Yeah. <laughs> you might find that, uh, I guess. Bob Seger's a Michigan treasure. He I, is. I know. You're damn right. He's a, let's face Literally, it, he's a national yeah. treasure. Idiots get access to the podcast, segment 17, and watch the webcams. You can be an idiot, too. Sign up at freebeerandhotwings.com.